This is Sean Mandoli, and you're listening to the Hopeland Church Podcast. I hope this message meets you where you are and elevates you to where God is taking you. Enjoy the message. What's going on, everybody? We are ready to get into the Word today. Hope you enjoyed worship um, here at Hopeland Online. Uh, Crystal Gale and I love you guys, and we're praying for you. And so we are in the middle of our series, um, Stop Complaining and Give God Praise. This is part three. And so today we're going to talk about the five commandments of gratitude. And um, let's pray, and then we will get into the scriptures. And we're going to start with Psalm chapter 34. Uh, Psalm chapter 34. So Father, I just thank you for today. I thank you for this opportunity, God, to preach the word, to minister, to teach the word, and to challenge your people, God, to grow. Lord, I pray that you, Holy Spirit, speak uh, through me, that you anoint my words, that you uh, anoint this time, uh, Lord, and that we, as we hear the word, Lord, I pray we're, we're transformed and we're changed and we receive, uh, Lord, the life that is in your word uh, so we could be more like you, Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. Everybody said, amen. So check this out. Let's jump right into the word. Psalm chapter 34. I'm going to read verses one to three. Psalm chapter 34, verses one to three. And um, let's begin. Um, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Verse two, my soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together, okay? And so uh, there is the first verse we're gonna share. And I'm gonna give you the five commandments of gratitude. Now, um, I know these aren't like quote unquote real commandments per se. It's just um, having a little fun maybe in my own Bible study time and just doing uh, it a little different and putting the language in here that um, that can kind of seem like um, kind of old school language and stuff like that, the way the points are. But I just really believe that the principles here apply. The principles are important. Um, if we want to be a people that aren't plagued or vexed by others complaining and our own complaining, uh, um, and if we want to be a people that um, choose to give God praise, choose to glorify the Lord, and um, especially when situations are um, not the best, uh, I believe that regardless of what situation or circumstance we are in, that Jesus is still worthy of our praise, that God is still God, uh, Jesus is still with you, the Holy Spirit is still uh, alive and well and, and, and working in your life. And so with that said alone, he is worthy of our praise. And we wanna be people that release faith and not fear. We wanna be people that, uh, that manifest uh, the nature of God and the spirit of God and not our flesh. Um, and, and, and we want to live out God's desires and not be um, 
you know, in bondage to the desires of our flesh. So yes, uh, this right here, the, the five commandments of gratitude. What are some things that you can do practically in a real way that can create an environment uh, of, of God's presence where God is welcome, where his presence is, and, and so here they are. So uh, Psalm 34, verse one, again, I'll just read verse one. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. So this is, the psalmist is writing like, I will. This is their will involved. This isn't that, that um, God took control of them and they started to worship. No, they willed to worship. They will. I will bless the Lord. When? Good times? No. At all times, I will bless the Lord at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. Easier to say than to do, but there's something to be said about this, right? I will, right? Bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall what? Continually, right? Be in my mouth. Continually be in my mouth. Look, stop complaining and give God praise. Here is the first commandment. If you're taking notes, write it down. Thou shalt find something to be thankful for, right? I will. I mean, find. And that, the, the reason I say it that way is because sometimes we got to find something. We got to look for something. Lord, I thank you for shoes on my feet. I thank you for uh, that all my limbs are working. I thank you for the fact that I could actually have a cup of coffee this morning. Thank you, Lord, uh, for my family. As crazy as they are, as annoying as they can be, right? But thank you for my family. Thank you you know, for choosing me and bringing me into the earth. Thank you for uh, the fact that I have an education. Thank you. You know, find, here it is. Thou shalt find, shalt. This is King James, okay? It makes it more seem like a commandment, right? Uh, thou shalt find something, some, find something to be thankful for. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I'm going to find something to be thankful for. I love this psalm. I love these few verses here. You know, my, my soul shall make its boast in the Lord. Shout, my soul shall. Like, I, I, I choose to. I will to. I'm going to find something to bless the Lord about. Okay? See, the humble shall hear of it. Here it is. And be glad. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. This is the point here. Is praise is contagious. The humble shall hear your praise. The God's people are going to hear. Somebody is going to hear your praise and they shall be glad. Oh, look at magnify the Lord with me and let's exalt his name together, right? Praise is contagious. Here it is. Praise is contagious. But how many of you know complaining is contagious? Okay. Complaining is contagious. Fear is contagious. Doubt is contagious. Unbelief is contagious. But also on the flip side, life is contagious. 
Joy is contagious. The peace of God is contagious. Praise is contagious. Um, a joyful heart is contagious. And so just understand that the importance of giving God praise, finding something to be thankful for, isn't just about you and your condition and your soul, but the humble shall hear of it and be glad. You gotta understand that your praise doesn't only make God glad and you glad, but it's gonna make some other people glad around you. So come on now. You're, there's people around you depending on your praise to God. There's people, their condition, their soul. The, the, what their, there's people around you struggling with depression, struggling with anxiety, struggling with fear, struggling with addiction, vexed by their own um, addictions and temptations. And here you are, you come in and you, you got a song in your heart. You got the joy of the Lord. And, and I'm here to, here to tell you the humble shall hear of your praise and they shall be glad. Look, your praise makes God glad. It'll make you glad and it'll make some other folks glad too. So there's something that we do. I've said this before, but um, we don't do it every night, but we do circle up as a family before we put the kids to bed and we ask them, like, what is one thing that you are thankful for? What is one thing that you are thankful for? We want, we want our children to, um, to think about something they're thankful for. You know, um, and there, there's, there's been a time or two where Dominico, our uh, soon-to-be six-year-old, or actually as of today, right now, as this is broadcasting, he's actually six. He's six. Um, and he, he'll say, I'm thankful for what I'm going to get for my birthday. And we're like, no, 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 you, what, no, you don't have that yet. So <laughs> what are you thankful for now? Like, what do you have that you and there are times where they're like, I don't want to say I'm thankful for anything. I'm not thankful for anything. I was like, you aren't thankful for anything. You have a bed. You have covers. You have pillows. You have food. You had dinner tonight. Come on now. Uh, you know I went down the line. So this is it. Here we go once again. Thou shalt find something to be thankful for. Commandment number one. Thou shalt find something to be thankful for. Let's go to the next one. 2 Samuel chapter 6, verse 22. Um, in 2 Samuel chapter 6, this is when the Ark of the Covenant, which represented the presence of God, it represented the most holy place. It was brought back into Jerusalem. And King David began to praise God and, um, and just kind of cut loose and give God praise and express his joy to God. It was unconventional. It wasn't um, very, maybe it wasn't so diplomatic. It wasn't how certain kings are supposed to act. He was maybe a little bit beside himself in his praise, you know, and um, and there were others rejoicing with him. There are others celebrating. I mean, this is God's presence coming back. It's been a while and God's, and, and David's like, man, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rejoice. You know, I'm going to basically, I'm going to, I'm going to be a fool for God right now because I love him and I'm thankful that his presence is here. Okay. And then his wife, Michael kind of looked down upon him and, and, and kind of condemned him for his behavior. Okay. For his behavior. And so second Samuel chapter six, verse 22, this is how he answered Michael, his, his wife. And, and I will be even more undignified or really vile, like, right? So he's kind of being a little facetious here, uh, but, and I will even be more undignified than this, okay? I'm, uh, and will be humble in my own sight. This isn't about me, it's about God, and I don't, I don't care what people think 
when I give God praise. Like he's worthy. If you don't like it, that's fine. But I'm going to even be more undignified than this. Okay. Uh, but as for the maidservants of whom you've spoken by them, I'll be held in honor. So, so you might not like it and that's okay. And so this is the second commandment, um, of, of, of the, of the, uh, five commandments of gratitude. And it is thou shalt not take thyself too seriously. Okay. I love this about David and how he didn't take his position, his authority, um, his regalness. He is a king, but he's like, look, man, I'm going to give God praise and, and all that I am in this world and in this life, really, it, I'm not going to take it too seriously. I'm going to give God, what I'm taking serious is God's presence, my love for him, his love for me, and I'm about to dance and I'm going to give God praise and it's not going to make sense to everyone, but that's fine. But I, I really believe that if you want to be a person of gratitude and you want to give God praise, you gotta, you can't take yourself too seriously. Um, praise isn't a time to be dignified. Worship and loving God isn't a time to be cool. It's not a time to fit in with what people think. It's not a time to even think about what people think. Who cares? Doesn't matter. I love God. He loves me and I'm going to express that to him. All right. I mean, the Bible says, you know, in the book of Acts, you know, that, that, that when they were filled with the Holy Spirit, people thought they were drunk and they're like, look, we're not drunk as you suppose. It's, it's the middle of the day. Um, God is touching us. And we're just expressing uh, our love for him. And we're having a legitimate encounter with God right now. Um, don't confuse what we're doing with flesh or carnality or it being weird. It's not. We are giving God praise. We're glorifying the Lord. And, you know, when I used to um, intoxicate myself prior to Christ, um, I didn't care what people thought. I was, you know, it was like I kind of laid down all these things that, um, um, you know, that people thought of me this and that, like whatever. I'm, I was intoxicated. It did not matter. And so I, being filled with the Holy Spirit, the Bible says, don't get drunk with wine, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Let, let's, let's be intoxicated with the love of God and our expression and passion and love for him. And with that said, once again, commandment number two, uh, thou shalt not take thyself too seriously. First John chapter two, verse 16. Let's read this. First John Chapter two, verse 16, it says, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but it is of the world. First John two sixteen. for all that is in the world, meaning the worldly system, the worldly way outside of Christ, the way of life, the way life is done, the way life is outside of Jesus in this world. It is the lust of the flesh, the desire, the carnal nature, the desire for earthly, fleshly, natural things, the lust of the eyes, the desire for what I see with my natural eye, and the pride of life, the, the pride, the arrogance, haughtiness, and ego of who I am and what I have, okay, um, is not of the Father but is of the world, okay? Um, and the one thing in here that I believe that, that will rob us of giving God praise is our pride, our, our, our pride, who we are in the flesh, 
who we are in the eyes of other people, who we are, what we have. Uh, that right there will rob us of saying, who cares what people think? Who cares what the world does? Who cares about this world and this system of the world? I will give God praise. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will be even more undignified than this, right? I Here it is, commandment number two. Thou shalt not take thyself too seriously. All right, here's the next one. Next one, Isaiah 64, okay? Isaiah chapter 64, okay? Here it is. Uh, but now, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are potter. And all we are, the work of your hand. I'm going to read it again. But now, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are our potter. And all we are, the work of your hand. And so this is only one reference to God being the potter and us being the clay. You know, we were made from the dust of the earth, right? Humanity. Um, we are a vessel that the Lord houses, right? With his presence, his anointing, the Holy Spirit, right? And, and, and God is the potter and we are the clay. And if we're gonna um, be people of gratitude and, and, and contentment and thankfulness, we uh, must be willing to allow God to mold us and make us as a potter does clay. Uh, we are not in control. We don't want to be so stiff. And, you know, associating pride too in the Bible, you know, it talks about the religious people were stiff-necked. They, they wouldn't change. They were stubborn and rebellious. And, and, and God was doing something new and they couldn't allow God to move them, to make them, to mold them. And, and, and they were stiff-necked. And, 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 but when we yield to the move of God and we surrender to the will of God and we uh, remain, you know, open to what God is doing. We, he can mold us and make us and, and make us anew and, and, and shape us and do his work inside of us. And here is our third commandment of gratitude, folks. Thou shalt remain flexible right? Um, you know, say this with me. Repeat after me. Say, have your way in me, Jesus. Say it again. Say, have your way in me, Jesus. Say it again. Have your way in me, Jesus, right? So God um, can't work in the area of our life uh, that we must have control of, um, that we create these strong boundaries around that. This is my area. I, I'm going to control. I'm not going to change here. And when we don't allow God to be the potter in an area of our life, God can't work there. 
Once again, Isaiah 64, verse 8, but now, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay. Think about we are not, we're, we're, we're not supposed to be hard ground, right? Like the soil for the word to be planted in. We are the clay. And you, you, God, are our potter in all we are. The work of your hand. All right, so when we refuse to let go of what God requires from us, we are choosing to be immature in that area, okay? Uh, when we refuse to let go of what God is requiring, uh, we, in essence, are choosing to be immature in that area. Because everything God touches grows. Everything God wants to touch and do in our life is so we can grow. God is more concerned with our growth than our comfort. God is more concerned with um, your maturity than you staying comfortable. Amen, 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 amen. Here we go. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. It says, in everything, give thanks. In everything, give thanks. In everything, give thanks. Everything at all times, in everything, give thanks, give thanks in everything, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. A lot of young people tell me, man, I don't know what the will of God is. I'm like, you know what? You know what the will of God is really without, I, and I get it, the specific next step for your life. I get all that, you know what I'm saying? But I, I'm just saying more importantly than that is Giving God thanks. That is the will of God. Give thanks right now. You are in the will of God. You will find yourself in the specificity of the will of God. When we give God thanks, he inhabits the praises of his people, man. He's gonna lead you. He's gonna guide you. He's gonna be enthroned in your heart, in your life. When you give him praise and everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Here it is, my next commandment. Commandment number four, Thou shalt worship when you feel like it and when you don't. Thou shalt worship when you feel like it and when you don't. Okay, when we sacrifice, um, give worth to God, God changes things in our life. That's just how it works. You give God praise, you worship God, you bless the Lord, He's going to start changing stuff. He's going to start working on some stuff. He's going to start moving and leading and guiding. I'm telling you, that God first, worship first, love God. Let lead, You know what? Sometimes we got to just leave the details and the outcome to God. We got to remain flexible. Thou shalt remain flexible and thou shalt worship when you feel like it and when you don't. Why? I mean, what is that? Scriptural pres presence, uh, the scriptural premise for that is in everything, give thanks, in everything. When heaven has our attention, I'm telling you right now, the earth shakes. When, when we worship, when we praise, stuff starts moving in the natural. When we focus on God, when we focus on heaven, when we focus on his will, when we give him thanks, things start changing in the natural realm. I think, I think we try to control too much. We try to, we try to be um, so on top of everything so much. Sometimes you just gotta get your hands off of stuff and lift them, give God some praise and leave the outcomes to him. The best thing for us 
is to give God our best. Here it is. There's another. Come on, write that down. The best thing for us is to give God our best. I'm talking about worship. Why? What, 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 what do you mean by that? Look at this verse. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. It says, in everything give thanks. Check. Look at this. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. For you. Worship is what God desires from you. Praise and thanksgiving and gratitude is what he desires, right? It's what he wants. And when we do that, the Bible says, this is the will of God in Christ for you. So praise is for God, but I'm telling you, it's for you too. Does that make sense? Look at that. That's what the Bible says, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. All right, here we go. Last verse, Isaiah 58, verse seven. Here we go. Isaiah chapter 58, verse seven. It, okay, is it not to share? Sorry, verse seven to verse nine. That's what we're gonna read. And it's talking about fasting, okay? It's talking about what the fast that God wants, okay? Because they were kind of, they, they got it twisted in their fasting. And in Isaiah 58, it kind of breaks down the what they were doing and what the fast is really about. Fasting is really about. And here we go, here we go. Verse seven, it's talking about fasting. Is it not to share your bread with the hungry? and that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out. When you see the naked, that you cover him and not hide yourself from your own flesh or your own people. Verse eight, then your, then, then your light shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily and your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call and the Lord will answer you shall cry and he shall say, here I am. This is so powerful. If you want to be a person um, that walks in the spirit, walks in the presence of God, experiences God and, and, and is hearing his voice, is, 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 here is the next commandment of gratitude and it's thou shalt do something for somebody else. I'm telling you, that's, that is a sure remedy to selfishness, um, even anxiety, um, getting all inward and, and, and thinking about everything negative in your life. Um, just like it said, the fast that God desires is, man, do something for somebody else. Clothe somebody, put some clothes on somebody, and feed somebody, bless somebody. And verse eight, it says, when you do that, then your light shall break forth like the morning. I feel like people's light isn't breaking forth because they're just thinking about themselves. People's light isn't breaking forth. It says, then your light shall break forth. Your healing. I think some people, they, they're, they're healing. Their they're soul healing and, and deliverance is, 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 is stopped short because you're, we're focusing too much on ourselves. And he's like, go and do something for somebody else. Then, then your light shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily and your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, the Lord will answer. You shall cry and he will say, here I am. And so there is something to be said about gratitude and thankfulness is, is to bless somebody else. Thou shalt do something. For somebody else, here it is. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna review the five commandments of gratitude. Come on, take this home with you. Here we go. I'm gonna speak in King James to, to, to help you remember. Thou shalt find something to be thankful for. 
Come on, repeat that after me. Uh, thou shalt find something to be thankful for. Next one. Thou shalt not take thyself too seriously. All right? I, I'm serious. You, you just need to learn to laugh at yourself every now and again. Come on now. Have a little fun with yourself. Don't take yourself too seriously. Next one. Thou shalt remain flexible. Thou shalt remain flexible. Two more. Next one. Thou shalt worship when you feel like it and when you don't. All right? Last but not least. Thou shalt do something for somebody else. We as a church, um, just today, we're going to be handing out free produce to our community. Um, young people that lead it here at our church are going to make that happen. Um, you know, and, and um, this coming Saturday, we're going to be joining the YMCA and we're going to be doing a grab-and-go Thanksgiving meals for a whole bunch of people in the Boyle Heights community where our church, our physical location is. That is what this is all about. Do something for somebody else. Come on, church, be a person of gratitude. Stop complaining and give God praise. I hope you enjoyed the message, and my prayer is that it inspired and challenged you. If you're ever in the LA area, join us for one of our weekend gatherings, and to stay connected, just follow us on social media. Remember, there's always hope, and your future in God is great.